0: ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music, and more. What makes
1: a man a man? Eating copious amounts of red meat, of course, at least according to certain corners of the internet at the moment. The alt right has made mass beef consumption their business, and this comes at a time when climate scientists and animal activists are urging people to eat less meat to help the planet. So, why is the alt-right suddenly fixated on eliminating soy boys and getting into that Bronze Age grind set? I'm Tegan Taylor and this is Quick Smart, the show that feeds you big ideas in bite-sized pieces. So why is meat eating so intrinsically linked to masculinity? When did diets become grounds for a culture war? And who is profiting from those jumping on the all-beef bandwagon? Someone who has been hitting the hamburgers is Jonathan Green. Hello, Jonathan.
0: Wonderful to be here, and I I have to report that I'm full of meat.
1: (laughs) That's what I like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what to make of that statement. Well, okay, so over the decades, meat has become politicised. You know, the industry's contributing to climate change. There's animal rights activists. But this uptick in meat eating is actually kind of something quite different. It's a really cultural thing.
0: I think it goes back to 2018. And that was the year in which Jordan Peterson, yes, that guy, the YouTube (laughs) man caver, Jordan Peterson began an all beef diet.
1: As much as anything else, it honestly sounds expensive.
0: It sounds expensive and it sounds, I think, bad for the biome. <laughs> um, and, you know, if, look, if you want to destroy your gut bacteria and chronically constipate yourself to own the left, <laughs> knock yourself out <laughs> is kind of what I think about it. But Jordan Peterson has a very contrary view. And I think this is where this saga begins. And look, we, we were intrigued at it at Radio National's Blueprint for Living. And we investigated, we found a guy called Jan Dutkowitz. Uh, who wrote a fantastic piece on this uh, for the New Republic, called "Why Right-Wingers Are So Afraid of Men Eating Vegetables"? Uh, that seemed to us to be a piece of journalism that's much it d- of this it deserved
1: up. more conversation. <laughs> I am really curious about the political aspect of this. Like, of course, that there's the climate stuff mm. and there's the animal rights stuff and there's the deliciousness of meat on sort of opposing sides of things. But what has it got to do with right-wing or left-wing politics?
0: Well, the Jordan Peterson thing is interesting in that context because he is, of course, the guy that started talking about reclaiming masculinity and offered various rules to help do that, one of which was clean your room, the other which was eat steak, and I think there are 10 others of declining significance. He has been eating nothing but beef since 2018. Uh, he says it cured his daughter Michaelia of her juvenile arthritis and depression. He has lost... I think in the last, in the first sort of six months, lost fifty-two pounds, whatever that is in in metric. Doesn't really matter. It's a lot. That sounds like a lot. Um, he is now sixty-two. He is virile, energetic, and can put on muscle mass, and eats nothing but beef. He is also a, a leading thinker of the new right. So here, th- there in twenty eighteen is Jordan Peterson's example. In twenty nineteen, uh, we get a meme. Uh, which actually had its origins in a 2017 story of Mother Jones. Uh, That 2017 story of Mother Jones has, I think, one of the best headlines I've ever seen. The headline was, I will not eat the bugs. If the bugs must be eaten, they must be eaten by someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the bugs are what the secret world government is going to ultimately want you to eat instead of your God-given right to steak. That's the sort of the deep political message here. In 2019, uh, the meme, I will not eat the bugs, became quite a thing. Uh, you can now see pictures of Greta Thunberg pointing a gun at you saying, eat the effing bugs. Oh, my God. So not eating the bugs has become this, this culture war issue. It's, it's up there with being, not being a soy boy.
1: I feel like we toss around this sort of term alt-right quite a lot, yep. and there's a sort of assumption that we all know what it is. No, I don't want to spend too long on definitions, but the thing I'm really curious about is like who are they in the in the they want you to eat eat bugs and they want you to eat like live in pods. Like where has this fear or suspicion of a like a world order run by, I don't know, people who want you to eat bugs, whoever they are. Where has that come from?
0: That's I mean that's a really good question. I think it comes from it comes from political necessity. I think if you are going to be a political organisation, that you know this body, the, this new alt right, it needs something to oppose. It needs a threat. It needs the thing that it is resisting, uh, and the thing that is resisting is this series of conspiracy theory, and the conspiracies, are, you know, that they are many and varied, but they trace back to some sort of an invisible global elite mm. that has these objectives for controlling you, for removing your liberty. That is the fundamental tenet of the alt-right, is that it wants to preserve your capacity to do anything you want.
1: What's the historical basis for this? Why is American masculinity so tied to red meat?
0: I think it's interesting you say masculinity because that goes to the very core of this. It's it's the cowboy experience and the, the, the big plains of America, the, the cowboy with the cowboy's horse and the bits <laughs> of rope and the cows that the cowboy is buoying. It's... <laughs> This is this is where this begins, and this is where you get the, the the origin story of the American Republic is bound up with ranches and cows and boys. <laughs> that's that's where <laughs> the story of the country begins.
1: So, I mean, Americans, I mean, eating meat isn't a counterculture in the states. Americans eat huge amounts of meat.
0: Indeed, and we know there are issues with that. You know, we we know there are multiple issues with that we know there are issues in terms of animal welfare with the the commodification of living entities in food production cycles factory farming of the the chickens in sort of mills pigs in hideous confined quarters you know the unnatural lives for animals which just lead to slaughter we know that there are environmental issues with the clearing of land with the fouling of water supplies we know that as as a general principle, that if we're going to keep using these means to satisfy the growing population of the world's hunger for protein, we're in awful trouble. That's sort of where the conspiracy theory anxiety comes from, that yes, there are serious concerns with the production of meat, and yes, there are good arguments why we should reduce it, but that doesn't mean we all have to eat the bugs
1: you're sort of talking about hearkening back to cowboys and the sort of the prairie and that sort of thing, but it's an even older way of life that the proponents of this diet are kind of going back to. They're sort of talking about a Bronze Age mindset.
0: There is, in fact, a key proponent on this online who goes by the name of Bronze Age Pervert. <laughs> or as his his <laughs> followers call him, B.A.P. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so you were quite right on the Bronze Age. He calls the woke masses bug men uh, and, and meat is the thing that, you know, you need to do to, to overcome wokeness. A- another player is Raw Egg Nationalist.
1: These names.
0: Uh, now he, he was featured in Tucker Carlson's film The End of Men and his... Thing and this is where it becomes sort of interesting in terms of political movement. His argument is 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 for this back to the land nationalism. Um, that if we can simplify our lives, go back to the land, kill cows, that is a better proposition for our life going forward. Even if we do have to simplify and downsize, it should be done in this way. And the enemy is, to quote raw egg nationalist, the enemy is soy globalism.
1: So obviously, you know, if we're having these sorts of conversations about meat being important, there's, there's a, an imperative from an industry, like you say, the, the meat industry. But what about the individuals who are sort of like flying this flag, people like Jordan Peterson, Bronze Age pervert, are they standing to gain
0: personally? Some of them are. Um, I mean, Bronze Age pervert is, uh, has a book. So, you know, you sell your book mm. and you do that on the back of your, your sort of culture war following. Uh, people like Alex Jones, um, you know, the InfoWars guy from, from YouTube, talks all this talk, but also sells a range of, you know, protein supplements mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Um, Jordan Peterson sells his books. I mean, Jordan Peterson is at, the, and this is how crazy this conversation is, is that Jordan Peterson is at the sort of more considered intellectual corner of it. <laughs> yeah. And he he makes this argument. It's an interesting argument. He says that the the food pyramid, that thing that we're all familiar with,
1: mm.
0: well, he, he takes it to task and says that it is responsible for weaning us all onto carbohydrates. Oh,
1: okay.
0: Uh, in in in, an, in he argues an unhealthy manner. And there are reasons why this might have happened. Not
1: the agrarian revolution, of
0: course not. No, not that. Not the enclosure of the fields and all <laughs> those things. No, just the U.S. Department of Agriculture. It's them to blame. But, but also on the mainstream, I mean, a, a meatish diet, well, well, there are all sorts of, you know, uh, mainstream proponents of that. Atkins diet, um, there are other, you know, yeah, basically... Keto sort
1: of things, yeah.
0: Keto people.
1: I mean, what's good for one individual probably isn't uh, good for uh, you, everyone.
0: Universalise that, no. But it's,
1: it's not really a health movement. It's a political
0: movement. It's a political movement because of what... Um, it, it represents this, this core body of old world belief. It represents a world that's about cowboys and cows. Uh, it represents a, a, a world of those deep traditional values that go deep into the heart of Western colonial cultures, that what we do is we go to a place and we bring the animals and we raise the animals and we eat the meat. You know that, That's kind of the colonial project. That is the thing that's being honoured in this broad movement. And the culture war aspect of it takes that to an extreme and suggests that there is a deep conspiracy which is trying to unpick this traditional way of life and unpick it at its very core by challenging our unalienable right to eat beef and substitute it for bugs.
1: Yes. Well, we'll have to get you back to talk about the bug side of this another time because I... I'm not 100% opposed to it, weirdly.
0: Well, yeah, I I think that's right. But if if you were at the core of this global conspiracy to undermine the unalienable right to eat beef, would you actually do it with bugs? (laughs) Yeah, I think we need
1: something more compelling and possibly more delicious. you might. Jonathan, thanks so much for joining me.
0: Absolute pleasure.